You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of Take About Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and I cannot stress how excited I am for today's episode if you haven't noticed yet, it is with Jagged Little Pill star and Jimmy Award finalist Antonio Cipriano. And uh, speaking of the Jimmy Awards, because that just recently happened, it was lovely to talk to him about the Jimmys and uh, about the Jimmy season and how it all works. Uh, a little bit like the conversation that we had with Andrew Barth Feldman when we had him on a couple months ago, um, but like in a refreshing way and a more in-depth way. Um, and uh, it just a very exciting stuff all around. And he has an upcoming show. It, it, if you're listening to this the day it releases, uh, it's actually exactly a week from today. If you're listening to this podcast the day it's released on Thursday, it is on August 5th at 9.45 at 54 Below. And he's going to be singing some of his favorite all-time songs that we talk a little bit about in this uh, episode. I will be at his show, so if you are able to come, join that waitlist and call 54 Below. Join that waitlist, and uh, I hope to see you there, and I bet Antonio does too. And maybe you already have tickets, and that's even better. Um, but with that being said, there's so many great things about this episode, and I want to send it, you all to that right now. But before we do that... Let's talk about some news going on in the Broadway world because there's been some incredible things going on uh, <laughs> since we last chatted. Contrary to what I reported last week about Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, is his production of Cinderella, of course, it is actually going to be resuming uh, its opening in the West End on August 18th. So I know last week I had reported that he was like, oh, I'll just shut the show down and blah, blah, blah. And that just turned out that that's not what his uh, plan is actually to do. So he's going to be opening back up on August 18th. And from what I've heard, the music in this show is incomparable to any other like like remake of a musical and whatnot. Um, I've heard that this music and his score to Cinderella 
is unmatched, truly. Uh, I heard it's amazing, and I cannot wait to listen to it and hear more about it. And hopefully, I can't wait to see it when it comes to the States. I think it's going to be awesome. And I think uh, a lot of people are interested in seeing a remake of Cinderella because it's such a classic. Like, why would anybody touch it? But, of course, it's Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. So, of course, anything he touches turns to gold. Um, And so, of course, I'm excited to see it. He's one of the all-time greatest composers and lyricists of our generation, of course. Exciting stuff, nonetheless, that we will be seeing the Cinderella after all, and the cast and uh, crew and everyone involved still have jobs and still has some hope uh, down over in the West End. So very exciting stuff. And speaking of the West End, Sutton Foster made her West End debut in Anything Goes, uh, reviving her role. So that's very exciting. Congratulations, Sutton. I don't know. I I would love to see her revive that. And I know she's like kind of doing it to get into shape for the Music Man. I just can't wait to see her on stage again. Honestly, I don't I don't know about Music Man, but yeah, that that's a, that's for another time, am I right? But I also wanted to uh tell you all about an, an exciting award uh that's that's being made. Target ALS announced the establishment of the inaugural Target ALS Rebecca Luker Courage Award. And this award will spotlight individuals who have demonstrated a courageous spirit and made a positive impact on the ALS community over the past year. Uh, Every year, this is going to be a new award in Rebecca Luker's name, honoring the star that she was and honoring the amazing, amazing person that she was. I've talked a lot about her on this podcast before. My time in Secret Garden with her literally changed my life as a person and as an actor. Uh, I cannot, I cannot just stress enough how wonderful of a person she was, and I could not think of anyone better to name this award after. So, very exciting. Uh, and I, I, it seems ever since, um, tr- unfortunately, we have to wait for tragic things to happen for light to be shed on certain communities and certain uh, acts and policies and whatnot. Um, and it's unfortunate that it has to happen that way. But honestly, I can't, I, I am very thrilled to see the steps forward that the ALS community and of course, everyone, uh, the general population's involvement in ALS, and of course, their, their willingness to learn more about it and uh, just shining a light on it more often than it, it, as it should be. And uh, yeah, just Rebecca Luker, I can't, I can't say enough about her. She's incredible, and uh, I'll I'll update you all who gets that award and uh, continue to shine a light on ALS because it's definitely something that uh, deserves to be talked about. In other news, uh, Broadway World announced that all the original queens are going to be returning to six on Broadway. So obviously, when sh- these shows have been closing down, everyone's like, oh, is the cast going to be back? Is, is it going to be the same people? What not? Um, and it turns out that it, it the six has been able to bring back all of their original cast, and that's going to be the same. So if you didn't see six before it shut down, and now you'll have the opportunity to do so, you will be seeing the original cast. So you will be seeing all the same people, which is so wonderful to hear and so wonderful for them that they still have jobs and they still have hope. Just like everyone in the West End with Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cinderella. Um, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's true. It's it, This is just great to see, and I'm st- so thrilled. And uh, I hope that they make a cast album because they currently have a cast album, but it's from a, a different production. And I just think that this production of Six was just so uh, beautiful, and the songs were just even more 
um, amped up and rewritten and new and the way that these wonderful humans uh, decided to perform it on stage every night was just electric. And um, I think it definitely deserves a cast album. So I'm glad to hear that uh, at least it has the opportunity of being those same people that I saw just before the pandemic had hit and Broadway had shut down. And that's about it for this week's news. Um, I do want to say that Take a Bow has launched some more Pride merch. So that's very exciting. If you're interested, head over to takeaboutpod.com. Check out all the Pride merch. Every Pride merch uh, you see on our website if you purchase Pride merch, those that purchase is going straight to the Trevor Project. Uh, so not only are you donating to a wonderful cause, obviously you all know that Trevor Project and Trevor Musical and everything involved with Trevor is very dear to my heart. Um, so if you do choose to buy a piece of Take About merchandise, not only are you getting a awesome awesome uh collection item of take a bow or uh clothing piece of take a bow or whatever you decide to do um but you will also be making a huge difference in lgbtqia plus youth so please consider doing so and uh, i appreciate everyone who's already done so um and i've messaged them all privately and just said thank you for your contribution and thank you for your generosity and everything involved in supporting Take a Bow and of course the Trevor Project, uh, which is even more important. So with that being said, let's turn it over to the Drama Dictionary Word of the Week. And this week's Drama Dictionary Word of the Week is going to be an overture. And you want to know why it's going to be an overture? Because I'm going to a concert and it's one of the first live events I've gone to since Uh, The pandemic has kind of slowed down, not really reopened. Um, And of course, that's our guest this week. So I'm just excited about it. And uh, an overture is music, right? An overture is the beginning of the show where you're just sitting and you're waiting for that curtain to rise. And all of a sudden, the piano and the whole band uh, in the orchestra decide to like do a whole medley of almost every song in the entire show. And then during the show, you're like, wait, I feel like I've heard this song. And it turns out you did because you heard parts of it in the overture. And uh, so that's what that is. The overture is a part uh, that starts the musical off. And it's a medley of most of the songs that you'll be listening to that entire show. And uh, it kind of pieces it all together. And it just shows how everything is related and everything is one. And uh, I think it's a beautiful way to start a show and to start uh, and to get everyone into the mood of things and just builds that anticipation before the curtain rises. I think it's one of the coolest things ever. So, yeah, if you were wondering, why am I just sitting here listening to music? Well, you're actually listening to the overture of a Broadway show. And it's uh, one of literally the Finding Everland overture is one of my favorite all time songs on the album and like one of my all time favorite theater songs because I just love all the Finding Neverland songs. So like to have them one is just amazing. And I sometimes just listen and listen to the Finding Neverland overture on the soundtrack. And that's another cool thing is that they include it on those soundtracks because it is a large part of the show that really opens the show and gets everybody in the mood. So that's what an overture is. If you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know, Mr. President. A little bit of Hamilton reference there. Sorry about it. I know I'm cringy. But that's okay because you're going to stop listening to me and you're going to start listening to Antonio Cipriano. So without further ado, Antonio Cipriano, curtain up. (laughs) 
So this week, we are blessed with the presence of a Jimmy Award finalist, a Sutton Foster Ovation Award winner, and the current star in Jagged Little Pill, and he's going to be a series regular in the upcoming series, Safe Haven. So everyone, welcome to the Take A Bow podcast, the uber-talented Antonio Cipriano. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you so oh much my goodness. for having me, man. I'm excited. Thank you. Excited. Thank you for coming on. I'm very excited. This is our first time actually ever meeting each other, so this is I very know. exciting. Um, for so long. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can chalk it down. We've known each other yeah. for years, you know. Like, yeah. That's how it works, you know? <laughs> um, so let's let's the way i like to start off all my like chats and whatnot uh i like to ask people what was their story like how did you get into the entertainment industry now that you're both a broadway and tv star (laughs) thank you um so it started when i was a kid uh i did i wasn't i wasn't a child star as as you were (laughs) but um oh god i i uh i did around eight years old, my parents were like, okay, this kid is crazy. Like he needs to do something with this like energy that he has. Cause I was yeah. running around the house shirtless singing like parades, <laughs> everything, you know what I'm saying? So sure. like, okay, let's just like sign him up for a musical theater camp or something like see what he does. And uh, they signed me up for a summer camp at my local community theater. I did high school musical and I was yes. Zeke. High school musical yes. junior. I was Zeke and it was the best thing I've ever done. And I, I just, I, I, I peaked, but I, I kept going. <laughs> I was, I was doing shows for, I did like 20 shows before I graduated high school. So it was, it was just nonstop. I and this it. was all in your local, you know, theater community. Yes. Yeah. So I did community theater. I did high school theater, middle school, like whatever I could do. I was trying to do like two or three shows at a time because if I was, if I was not busy, I would go crazy. So like, mm. I was always doing it. I was always absolutely doing it. Yeah. So, was your first time in New York for the Jimmy Awards? No, my first time in New York. I I had gone. I think one other time, oh, one or two wow. other times. And uh, uh, this, I think the first or second time I went was when I f- saw my first Broadway show. I saw uh, Les Mis when I was thirteen. Yes. Uh, I was obsessed. It was like my first, <laughs> like almost. It wasn't my introduction to Broadway because I was doing shows and stuff, but like that was what made me like really want to do it. I think was right. Les Mis. Oh my gosh, this is amazing! And I was doing the show at my community theater at the time. Oh no so, like, way! It was all just like really cool. Um, oh. and I met Ramin Karimlu and everything, and it was like the craziest thing. I was freaking out. Casual, so, super casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Your like big break was your performance in Hello My Baby, which you did at your local <laughs> local town in Michigan in Michigan, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did that um, in high school. Yeah. Right. So you won the Sutton Foster Ovation Award, and that got you a spot at the Jimmy Awards, which was and then the twenty seventeen Jimmy Awards, which was the mm-hmm. year that Ben Platt hosted, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, so I, I'm obsessed with the Jimmy Awards, by the way. Actually, the year before, the Finding Neverland kids guest judged the uh, Jimmy Awards. And it, yeah, and it was like the year that Eva won. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was like, that was my first ever experience. Because I knew, so where I'm from, I'm from like near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I work with Van Kaplan and Keisha all the time. Because nice. that's where I, that was like my local theater with them. Wow, okay. Um, so yeah, so they're the best. So um, 
this is your first time on a Broadway stage, right? So yes. let alone, I mean, like, first of all, you were on like the most terrifying one in the Minskoff. Uh, it's yes. huge. Um, yeah. What was that feeling like where you were just like stepping out there for the first time and you were just singing your song? Oh, it was insane. So like we obviously had rehearsal earlier on in the day and everything. So like we had walked out on the stage and had that moment, like people were crying. Like it was a very yeah. emotional, incredible experience. And then when we got out onto the stage for the opening number, thank God I didn't have a solo in the opening number. Sobbing, <laughs> Like I, I was yeah. like, wait a second, why am I crying right now? I'm freaking out. Cause I'm like right. in the back corner and we're all turned facing the back of the back of the stage. And then we all turn around and like, come with me. And I was like, I turn around and I see the audience and I'm like, oh my God, this is the craziest thing I've ever done. Like my dream yeah. is coming through basically. It was like amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely cried uh, and I'll own that. It was great. Yeah. Um, but then like, thank God I, we had the opening number because then the medley was just like fun. I was like, let's go right. do it. We're having fun. Uh, and I had so much fun during the medley. Honestly, that was like, the best experience ever. Um, uh, I love that. Out and everything was really cool. How so. does that work? So, like, so take us through like a, a week of the Jimmy Awards. Like, how does the whole like medley work? Who like puts that together? Do you got? Do the boys who in your group do that? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So, um, basically, we all after we win our regional program, we send in a video of our medley, our our like song that we would sing in our show, and then we also send in a video of our finalist song if we were to be a finalist uh -huh. and then um they take it and um the the music director puts it all like they they pick which ones they want in the medley and they do that and they put it all together and you go to the first rehearsal and it's all together and ready to go wow. and i was just like oh my gosh oh my gosh this is so cool it's amazing <laughs> how they do it and um yeah and and they had to like kind of like change the keys on some of the stuff to make things work and it was just it was, it was a very cool experience and like oh my the, god one, yeah it's literally like in my opinion i haven't been to a tony awards but like i've been to the jimmy awards and for me that was like more entertaining than the tony awards like you know you're Honestly, seeing live is, performances oh it is so amazing like the the intensity and the excitement in that room because yeah. everyone doing it for the first time like it's right everyone's first time on a broadway stage and it's like oh my gosh just watching everyone like at the top of their game just like this is i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go all out because this is the coolest things i've ever done in my life so yeah um yeah and I, and i did i did a lot of people deal with this um throughout the whole week you're rehearsing a lot and you, you know like the first few days, you know, you want to show off your voice and stuff for everybody. And oh. so, like, I literally like lost my voice going into Yikes. the last day. Like I woke up the day of the Jimmy's and I couldn't talk. Like I, I had to, I had to borrow someone's steamer. Like it was really bad. Oh um, my God. Yeah. Luckily someone was like, oh yeah, just use mine. I was like, this isn't sanitary, but I need it. So let's do this. <laughs> um, and, COVID yeah, and, would not allow that. Yeah, so it ended up working out. It was all good, but uh, yeah, you. My one tip to anyone going to the Jimmys: preserve your voice because yeah. you know you don't need to show off the whole week. Just like take a step back and really like the end goal is 
the last day, like the performance. Right. You don't need to go 100% every single time. So the Jimmy Awards, I mean, we're basically like in the Jimmy Awards season. It's coming back. It's coming virtual. Are you going to be watching this year? Oh, 100%. It's on Thursday, right? Like it's yeah. happening very soon. Yes. And is, is it virtual? Like are they doing it live or is it vir- all virtual? I believe it's all virtual. I don't know. Maybe the performance is live. I don't yeah. think it is, but I know that it's streaming. Yeah. Like, that's okay. how okay. I'm watching it. You know? oh, I, will, I will 100% be watching. I'm yeah. so excited for it. It's it's the most exciting night ever. And I wish that they were able to do it live. You know, it really does. It, it breaks my heart that they aren't able to do it live. Yeah. Honestly. But hopefully next year it'll be able to come back and like be the big event of the season. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It so deserves to be. Yeah. Well, well, ever since the Jimmy Awards, I mean, your career has literally taken off. Um, and now, like I said earlier, you currently play Phoenix and Jagged Little Pill, which is a role that you actually originated um, when yes. it opened on Broadway and you were in it uh, before Broadway in Boston. So were mm-hmm. you in it before Boston or was that when you joined? So I was in it from the first workshop. So they did a reading oh, wow. that I was not in and then there was a workshop. Um, and the way that I got it actually, so I did the workshop and then out of town and then Broadway. Um, but the way that I got, it was so funny. Um, it was like a few months after the Jimmy awards Mm -hmm. and I got a Facebook message from the casting director for Jagged and, and he was just like, Hey, I'm the casting director. I would love for you to send in a video for this role of this Alanis Morissette musical. I was like, who is Alanis Morissette? I'm freaked out. No I didn't, I didn't know because like her album came out in 1995. I was not a thought yet. So, but I grew up listening to all the music. Like I knew every song. Okay. But um, yeah, so that's kind of how it all worked out. And then I sent in a self-tape and then ended up going to the final callback and everything in New York. And it was the craziest thing. Um, but yeah, that's basically how it happened. I was. Oh my God. Yeah. A Facebook message that's Facebook incredible. Number. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. That's just, that's just <laughs> like, that's when you know it was like meant to be, you know? Like, it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So freaking cool. Um, so I like to ask people that have been with production since the very beginning like how has it changed since the like when you remember it you know to now opening up on broadway yeah there are so many things that change um i mean even you know the my my favorite song that i sing in the show that i would be good was not even a part of the show uh really 
Yeah. Wow. Um, so, so just things like that, like adding whole new songs, taking songs out. Like it's a, it's like a whole crazy process that, that is ever changing until opening night on Broadway. So yeah. like we were, we were changing it for three and a half years before we froze the show. So, yeah. um, it, you know, there's, there's so many things, so many things that change, like a whole storyline can change. Like there, there were times in the read through where like someone would be like, you know what? I feel like this whole plot point should be in act two. And they're like, okay, right. let's try it out. And then, you know, it just, it happens like that. And it's, wow. it's the coolest thing. And it was my first time originating a role. Obviously I was doing like high school theater. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But, um, after the first read through, I remember, I vividly remember this, like Diane, Diablo, all, all of the creatives of the show, after we got finished with the first read through, they're like, okay, how do you guys feel about it? Uh, give us your feedback. What do you think your character needs? What do you like? Oh and I was God. like, you guys want to hear from me? Like you want me right. to tell how I feel about my character? Like what? That is so like, that's so foreign to me. Like I didn't know that concept that like, so yeah. it was, it was a whole new experience but it was incredible and so cool and well i was like original character yeah oh that's what i was gonna ask like is this something that like you loved like that you've managed to do so brilliantly i mean you've literally oh, like you can you. tell when you're on the stage like in a way it's it's you you know like i mean they've built the role around you like is that something that you enjoy or is it like do you like portraying someone else's version of someone like i don't know like yeah, no, it's, it, I like, I love both, ver, both yeah. ways. I love, I love like taking what someone else has done with the role and like putting my own spin on it and doing that for sure. I love originating roles though. I think it was so yeah. cool because I was able to make Phoenix so much of myself. Like it was really awesome how that happened. Um, and <sighs> like, just like small things that happened in the rehearsal room ended up getting on the stage. Like the whole like dog tags line. Oh yeah. Literally like in rehearsal, it was the first time I was rehearsing the scene where I had to take my shirt off and Diane was like, Hey, can you take your shirt off? I was like, yeah, I had a dog tag on. It was my grandma oh my gave it to me. I was just like, okay, oh. yeah, let me just take off my shirt. And I was, and we were rehearsing it and Lauren goes, Oh, she walks in the room. She's like, oh, you're wearing dog tags with no shirt. And then like in the next run, she was like, he was wearing dog tags with no shirt, like a douche. And then we like <laughs> the the room freaked out. It got in the show. Like there's so many I cool love things it. like that that happened. That, yeah, there's it's such a different experience than yeah. than someone else's role. Yeah, so I would love to do I it again. That. I would love to do it again. Mm -hmm. And it's also yeah. cool to like know like as someone who's going to be doing it every night, how those little beats came in, you know, and like, yeah. it just like means that much more and you can play it in such a way that means more to you, which then portrays to the audience. And it's just, it's just amazing, you know? Um, I, yeah, I, I just love all of that. That's so cool. And I think that's one of the, the things about Diane too, and the way that she directs and everything, like, even if you're not in the original cast, she actually like puts in the work for like people who will join later and like makes yeah. you feel a part of the show and allows you to have all of those character developed moments that like original Broadway casts do. And I just Absolutely. think that's so cool. 
Um, yeah. I want to talk to you about. So you're actually my first guest who I've who's been in Jagged Little Pill. Um, really? So, yeah. So I'm very excited to talk about Jagged hey. Little Pill because I'm obsessed with it. Um, oh, the the story of Jagged Little Pill. I mean, yes. it's just absolutely. So, like you've said, like emotional, and it's just so brilliant, yeah. and it's so important to like tell a story such as that. Is that something that kind of drew you to the production, or it, like, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. Um, so, when I first auditioned for it, I I didn't know a single thing about it. There was no okay. script. Didn't give me a script. It was just my sides. Um, and then when I first got into the room and we did that read through, I was like. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, this is, this is important. This is something that needs, this is, and I was 17. So like, there were a lot of things that were new to me that I had Mm -hmm. never experienced before. never even like heard these kind of stories before. So, and I, and and even that reaction from me is like, okay, this is a very important story to tell because I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Yeah. A lot of people don't know a lot of this stuff and we need to share that with the world. People need to know exactly. so it in that way it is very very it's an honor to be a part of the show it's an honor to, to tell that story every night um oh and, and obviously a lot of cast members had it a lot like doing eight shows a week of like what what Catherine had to do and what elizabeth had to do those kinds of things are are very taxing on the mind on the body like it is Absolutely. it is a very intense show and mm-hmm. we, we really had to you know we really became a family because of that you know, it was it was a very tight knit cast because of the the intensity of the show. So yeah, it was it was an honor to be part of it for sure, and to have that be my first thing was really a really cool experience. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. so literally every night, like you could be across the street uh, hanging out at Frozen or whatever, and you can still yeah. hear the people like coming out of the stage door just crying like you know like oh. of people who have just came out of the show and just how moved and mm. everyone is and the way yeah. that you like come out moved educated and just like in a loving mood and i think that's just like the beauty of all theater but especially with jagged little pill i think it's just so it's it's incredible um yeah. i'm obsessed um if <laughs> you can't tell um yeah 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 so then um you know, you guys are still like a fairly new show when COVID hits, you know, I mean, you guys have been around the block, I mean, but like, you're still fairly new. Um, How have you kind of like, what was that like week like where you guys are, you know, still fairly new, and then all of a sudden COVID hits, and it's like, oh, we may have to shut down, but only for like a few weeks, and it'll be fine, and then we'll reopen. And then like, all of this like just continued to grow and it came longer. Like what was all of that? Like, how did you personally navigate through it all? Yeah. So this is kind of like a, 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 a long answer. So mm-hmm. I obviously I was with the show for about three and a half years. Like it was, it was a while. Um, right. And so you, I, there are, you know, the whole previews process and everything like that and rehearsals into previews into opening and like press and everything. Like there's so much going on when you're first opening a show. Like it is yeah. insane. And it was my first time <laughs> doing that. Like I, I had never done that. And then we went to the holidays and like there was all that, like nine right. shows, ten shows a week. Like it was crazy. And then I was yeah. also doing beauty on top of that. I was doing, I did um, the notebook reading in oh. 
Yeah. So I, I literally worked myself into the ground. Like I was, I was exhausted. Um, So actually when COVID happened, when we were shut down and it was only going to be a month, I was like, oh, let me take a breath. This is actually kind of nice for a second. I get to regroup. I get to like heal from this like train that I was on that was never ending. And it was going to go for a whole year. Like I was, I was going to work myself on the ground for an entire year and just like, like it was something that I was not ready to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I looked at COVID. I was like, okay, this is nice. This is a good regroup time. I can just relax for a second. So I was relieved a little bit. Uh, And then we left the day after I went back home and never came back. Oh (laughs) my God. For, you know, it's been a year and a half now. So like, I'm a completely different person than when I left the show. Right. Um, It's, it's, it's wild to think that we've lost, we haven't lost, but like a whole year and a half has gone by. It's, it's like, cause I have learned a lot in this year. Like I've grown in ways that I would have never grown, you know, like it's, it, it, I'm thankful for this year, a hundred percent. Absolutely. But it is, it is wild to think that we have lost a, a year and a half of Broadway of everything. So, right. you know, as, as we kept going and as we kept getting pushed back, as there was no answer of coming back, I was like, Whoa, okay. So this is like real life now. It was vacation. Now it's real life. Like this is, this is my life now. I need to, you know, start auditioning, start figuring stuff out and figure yeah. out how to, how to live, how to, you know, do everything, uh, normal again. So that was a a big learning curve again cuz like we go from such a high of like on Broadway, Broadway debut like it's so cool and then stop and it stopped after 4 months and yeah. Like it was it was a big shift. So um it, it, and it, it was wasn't tough like a gradual while. shift. It was just like a No, it was just like oh, you're done. It was <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. like yeah. Yeah. I so, can't imagine. And I, I mean, if I'm honest, I'm still figuring it out. I think everyone is. I mean, we're, we're a year and a half in and I'm still like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Like what's happening? Like right. it happened. And, and, and it's okay to feel that way. I've learned mm-hmm. that it's okay to feel that way. Sure. So it's, I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm happy Broadway is coming back and like things are getting back to normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, it was, it was definitely a big shift though. Right. So now that Broadway is coming back, do you, are you going to are you going to be in Jagged Little Pill like again? Are yeah, you so there, there there's conversations happening. Like it, it's still going on, ongoing stuff. Okay, like offers are out and everything. Um, just figuring out scheduling and and stuff like that because there's other things. Obviously, we had a year and a half to like <laughs> have other things come up. So it's it's that whole process is still ongoing and and we're figuring it all out. But yeah, gotcha. I'm well, excited for I'm very, exactly, yeah. exactly. Just to be able to even like see it, it, it yeah. you know, like even if I'm not working, I'm like, I'm just excited to see people, right. support everyone, you know, like yeah. that's just like the way that this community is. It's all about like supporting each other. And I like can't wait to have that feeling back in my life again, you know? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, like even like through COVID, I know like you said, like everything stopped and whatnot, but like you still managed to work a lot, you know, like you were, you've been doing a lot of things and uh, 
Yeah, and you know, like most recently, you had a cast album come out called In the Light. Um, so yeah. speak about this project for those who may not know about it, and then I have a couple questions to follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the Light, In the Light um, was created by uh, Michael Mott and Nathan Wright. And Michael mm-hmm. uh, had been, I believe, working on this project. I So I, I had been saying since college, but I saw in an inter- interview recently that he's been working on it since high school. Like it's been an idea oh, for wow. a So um, to be a part of it is is incredible and such an honor. Um, and he he actually reached out to me about the show in twenty November of 2018. He DM'd me on Instagram and was like, hey, you're so great. Like I would love for you to send in a oh. video and like, you know, see if you can be a part of the show. And I was like, yes. I would love to, I would love to be a part of it. And when he, you know, uh, dare to dream and everything, I had already heard Jeremy and Laura on the, oh. their song, their version of it. Um, so I was super pumped about it. Um, so I did one of the first workshops of the show. And then there was like a few other recordings that I did here and there. And then over COVID, he was like, we're going to, we're going to record this album. I'm going to, I'm going to get a full symphony in Vienna and we're going to do this remotely. And I was like, great, let's go. Oh my God. So it, it honestly, like the fact that it all came together the way it did is, is so beautiful. Right. And yeah, being a part of two albums that have been recorded remotely, this, this quarantine, it's so, it was so incredible how they were put together and like how they were managed wow. to happen. Yeah. Like I filmed in Tennessee. I filmed in LA. I filmed in New York. I filmed oh my God. everywhere. So it was, it was really amazing how, how they were able to make it work. That's so freaking cool. I love yeah. that. Like, that's the other thing about like, I know like a lot of people, you know, haven't been like working live and whatnot, but to see what everyone's been able to do and like still manage to like work and like do things from home and just figure it out as we go. Like it's just been, it's yeah. so cool what people have been able to do virtually on these, like those Broadway whodunits, which I know you did yes. like, all of those like yeah. things, you know, like those yeah. fun things, everyone's just yeah. been making art for people. It's just so, it's cool. Like, and we don't even realize that like, I mean, I guess we do because we did, they did it but like at the same time it's like how like how did how is this a thing how are we able to be in like four different places at once and like it's just so yeah. cool no, um, it is really, really cool and andrew i mean andrew got me yeah. through for a second like good for him he really <laughs> talked about it but like he was he was amazing like, oh my all, god all, making all this content for people like it was, the broadway jackbox all those yeah, things no he was killing it i was like damn good for you man you. yeah and now he's in high school musical no big deal yeah, no, he's, like, he's like, <laughs> killing it right now just released another right. song like come on yeah fine. oh my god every pretty girl it's so good yeah um yes so and now i mean you have songs out now too like come on um you and then of course so the back to in the light so you i mean i guess like you weren't able to be were you able to be in the room with people like singing or like was it just you like Hmm. remotely like how did that work so when we did it remotely uh i recorded most of my stuff on the album Mm -hmm. here in la uh uh michael knew a guy out here who like we we both got tested like he he has a home studio so we both got tested he got wore a mask I wore a mask and we recorded in his home studio and Michael was on Zoom and we just figured it out we just did it and it was it was very COVID safe like we I was turned this way and he was turned that way like it it, it was right. good. 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah. How cool is it to have like a, a song out there with like you, you and Jeremy Jordan and Sierra Renee and like all these people? Let me tell you, you know? it, it is so humbling to be with these people in this cast. Like it's unbelievable. This cast. Yeah, yeah, and like I mean, obviously, I was looking up to Jeremy Jordan since I was younger. Like he, he's right. like Smash. I knew like all of this stuff. So working with him, and I actually got to work with him in the uh, workshop of the show. And that was amazing. That was very cool. Um, and like oh, I'd worked with Celia before. She is incredible. I haven't worked with Sierra so yet, but she's absolutely yeah. So just like yeah, it was it was very very cool to be a part of such such a talented cast. Really you guys cool. like when you like when Broadway reopens and everything's like safe and all, but you guys have to have like a little cast party or something and just like actually be able to meet people, to celebrate it. Yeah, right. I hope, that, I hope that we get to celebrate it at some point with yeah. everybody because things Cause... are opening up. Like, things are things are back. Like vaccines. Exactly. Are, we're good. We're good to to celebrate some of our successes over this year and a half because it's been so sad. God, yeah. Life- and so sad i know i'm like that's what i love about this like at least i'm still like figuring out ways to like meet new people and like be able to talk to people that aren't my family like members that like i see every day i'm like it's good to talk to some new faces and like yes i love that you're doing this this is so cool did you pick it up during covid or i did it was it was actually an idea before covid and then it just like worked out that like yeah. covid happened and like it was a way to like yeah it shifted as in like a way to keep everyone entertained you know and actually i started this with sydney lucas who um did your oh thespians yeah yes. that was yes i loved cool. that that was so brilliant yeah. that was another oh, one thing you me. did through covid oh my god yeah, no, pacey killed that man I yes mean, like just having those rehearsals and like, it's it's very impressive seeing what he's done. Like, he, and he mm-hmm. just booked things. Like, he's he's doing really really well. Oh, wow. And like, yeah. And I saw him at the Jimmy's. I saw him do his thing. So it's yeah. really it's cool to see these people come out of the Jimmy's and like just like coming up young like you and stuff. Like, it's oh, really my God. really it's a cool little group that we got going. You it's know? amazing. It's yeah, fun. it's. <laughs> And it's awesome to see like it grow every year too, you know, like it seems like more and more people are becoming more aware of it and and you should like that. I don't know. I feel like there's nothing better than like watching young talent, like especially like, you know, like everyone's still like figuring themselves out. The voices are changing. Everything's happening. But and then it gives them a space to like perform. And I think that's, like, brilliant, you know? Like, on a Broadway stage, there's, like, you don't have... Like, that's better than America's Got Talent, like, if you ask me. You know, like... Oh, my gosh. The opportunity is just so cool. I love the Jimmy Awards. It's amazing. It's it's really cool. Yeah, literally. Do you have a favorite song in the In the Light album? Uh, I'd say that my my favorite song to sing is uh, Tomorrow Begins Today. But my so favorite good. song to hear is probably Rise or Fall because it's so intense. And I love Jeremy and Bobby's voices. Like uh-huh. they're both incredible. And I've worked with Bobby too. And he's just like, oh, amazing. He's like a big brother. He's the coolest guy. Oh, um, I love that. But like their voices together on that just like is so cool. And it's so uh-huh. intense and so big. And I, I love that kind of stuff. Like Lame is my favorite musical. Like I, 
I'm a big into big symphony orchestra type stuff. Absolutely. Mm. That the sin. Oh my god! The way that like just everything you would never know that like it was done virtually. Like I don't know. I feel like it has to be like so hard, especially with like like the fact that Jeremy and Bobby were like singing the same song. You would never know they weren't in the same room. Like I don't know. Like it's amazing how like all of that has been able to like work and work extremely well. Like the album is incredible. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, yeah. it's a testament to to how amazing Michael and and everyone worked on on like worked yeah. tirelessly to get this together. It was really really cool. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So, like, is there, like, a next step with this show? Like, what's happening as of right now, I, I don't know. He he's he has texted me that he's very excited about things that are happening. So I don't oh, he's great. like, I can tell you I'm very excited. So yeah. I, I'm excited to hear what's going on with it. But um I don't know. I think I it's know. got it's got some exciting things coming up for sure. Well that's great because yeah. I mean as sad as it is to hear like, you know, how COVID affected a, a few shows that has had to close. Um, it's been, I don't know, it gives everyone an opportunity to see new art and like new yeah. pieces. And I'm excited for those next uh, opportunities and next uh, new things to go see. I mean, like, yes. it, it's just, yeah, it's it, that's a, a positive of COVID. You know, like there's that yeah. negative side of, oh, mm-hmm. this show closed, but you have to look at the positives, you know, especially during Absolutely. these times. Absolutely. Um, you definitely got to point out the positives because there's too many negatives to think about. Right? So. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then, like, all of these incredible shows, like Trevor, and, I mean, that's off-Broadway, but, like, that and yeah. that, there's so many amazing shows just coming out and um, yeah. Bruce Springsteen's coming back to Broadway. Like, who would have thought he would have opened Broadway? Like, it's such a 2021 <laughs> thing, you know? know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, the, like if you want to describe 2021, it's the fact that Bruce Springsteen opened Broadway back up, yes, you know? He like, Broadway show to come back. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just, it's incredible, but it's allowed yeah. so many fun, like, things to come back into our lives and new mm-hmm. things to come into our lives as well. Um, but speaking of COVID, so like I said, you, you've been doing, you did the thespians video and you've been doing Broadway whodunits and all of that. Like what other things have you been doing to like pass your time or like both in projects or in like daily lives, like scrolling through TikTok or whatever, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. TikTok has become (laughs) therapy, but, um, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, it has been weird. Like I've, I've, I'm just like a different person now. Like I, I yeah. do different things, you know, um, I've, 
picked up a lot of golf. I golf a lot. No way. Yeah, it just like really calms me down. I'm just like, all right. And I found this really, really beautiful course in California. Um, okay. It's like on a, on a hill that like you get a view of everything. Oh my gosh. It's oh like, my oh, God. Like it's more, it's more just like, I'm going to come up here and just like look at the views and, you know, play a little golf and just relax. And it's really sick. calming for me. Um, you know, I've been trying to, you know, stay healthy, work out a little bit, try to, you know, stay in sure. shape. Eight shows a week, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's a whole different thing because like, I know you're working your butt off when you're on. Like, you don't even have to work out during the day for for right. Broadway. But now I'm just sitting on my butt. Like, I I, I don't even know. I have to. You got to stay active a little bit. So there's that. You know, I've, I've just been trying to do whatever I can. Try to seize every every opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love I'm that. Yeah, tr I'm trying to sing as much as possible just because it does make me happy. And like, if you don't, you know, you just get really sad and stuff like that. So, you know, we're we're trying to trying to make it work, trying to make life yeah. work, you know, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, first off, we oh, that yeah, that's that that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like it, as abruptly as everything <laughs> stopped, it's abruptly everything started back up and like auditions have been coming yeah. in 10 at a time, um, yeah. which is great um overwhelming mm -hmm. sometimes but great um <laughs> um but yeah so first off we need to go golfing when you're in new york you know yeah, i you i says I, I i do i do i have clubs right there I, okay I'm, yeah let's go oh let's go i don't know if you can see that i can see him yeah let's do it let's go golfing 100%. my room is not clean yeah oh my god i'm obsessed there's like three courses near me i moved recently so like i had i just tried one i'm actually in rockaway beach now so like i'm two blocks away from the beach it's like i'm chilling okay. yeah well it's interesting because like i i lived in long island city and okay. I lived in this like apartment, but I have five family members. So it's me, my mom, it's my mom, my dad, and I have three siblings and okay. my three siblings and, and I'm the youngest. So I got a sister oh. and a brother and I'm the youngest and we were all sharing a room. And so ah. it was a lot. It was a during lot. COVID, and was it just during COVID or was it like? It was just during COVID because everyone was in college. So yeah. like they were oh, away gosh. and we'd only have to do it like during the summer, which was like two months. So it was doable, like, you know, yeah. and it was like time that we wanted together because we had missed the past eight months or whatever, exactly. you know, exactly. and now we're like pulling each other's yeah. hair out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. were like, we need bigger spaces. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, we resorted here because my mom wanted to be at the beach. So uh, yeah, so now there's a bunch of golf courses near me and I'm like, I've been oh. trying to go more often and it's like, great. Um, but yeah, I love it. So I, I'm actually a big hockey fan. So hockey yeah. hockey players and hockey fans. I don't know if you can tell like all that. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're they're big golfers. It's it's nice. kind of similar, but not really. Um, so another thing, I, I you mentioned singing, and uh, yeah. I noticed earlier that when I was saying with the Jimmy Awards and everyone's voice is changing and all that, you kind of had like a bit of a uh, like reaction. I want to ask you about your voice change. How was that? Like navigating oh my God. that. It's uh, no my joke. Um, my voice is still changing, believe it or not. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, uh -huh. But I actually remember the first time that I realized my voice had changed from like, yeah, to like, yeah. 
It was uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was in, I think I was in like, uh, it might've been freshman or sophomore. No, no, it was like eighth grade or something. And oh. um, no, no, it was like seventh grade. I was, I was, I started whenever at the normal time. What? Um, seventh grade, I think maybe I was, it wasn't like low, but it, it wasn't like, I couldn't sing like, I want you back by my- Michael Jackson anymore. Right. Like, I couldn't, I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Uh, I sing, I won't give up at like a, at a, at a theater uh, camp or something. And uh-huh. I was able to sing it in Jason Mraz's key. And I was like, that's weird. Cause like, I can't usually do that. So right. I was like, whoa, my voice is changing. This is great. I was like, whoa, my voice is changing. So yeah, I, I think it was like seventh grade or something. But yeah, my voice is truly still changing. Like I'm 21 and like my voice cracks all the time. So like, I'm just like, yeah. hey, I'm like I'm figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, well, so. I'm jealous because I'm going into my freshman year of college and I still haven't allowed myself to think that my voice has changed. <laughs> I, oh my my voice my voice actually changed two years ago and, I, and when I was like just entering my sophomore year. So it was a late change. Yeah. But um, so I still yeah. haven't allowed myself. I still think I have that high pitched voice, but that's that's a whole nother story. I'm sure you do. <laughs> like I can tell that you can sing pretty high. Like, can you just like, I can't though. Belt your like, face off? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't figure it out. That's my problem. Everyone yeah. I talk to tells me that. You're like, your speaking voice is so high. You should be able to belt. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, I, I, you probably are. Like, I'm obviously, like, everyone's voice is still changing. Like, our yeah. voice changes forever, like, until we're older. So, um, but yeah, like, I, it probably <laughs> didn't change for a while because you were doing shows and you yeah. kind of, like we're always singing up there or something. And then it just, it, you had like sort of a delayed, like. Yeah, literally I was actually, so do you know Trevor the musical? It's coming off Broadway. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's it's about the Trevor project. Okay. Yes. I have. Yeah. yeah, So I was doing that my freshman year in Chicago. That was the world premiere. So literally I was doing that every night and so then it closed on a Sunday. I had Monday. I woke up yeah. to, uh, and I flew back. And then I woke up Tuesday and my voice dropped. I was like, thank God that, thank God that, that was like, that was, it held out just right. Like I noticed I wasn't singing it and it was like, okay, I can drop. <laughs> I was wow. like, thank you, Lord. Um, but speaking of all of the singing stuff, you actually have an upcoming 54 Below concert on August yes. 5th. Yeah, I want to talk about yeah. this. Can are am I are we allowed to talk about this? Like what are you yeah. allowed to tell me? Yeah, I I ask me questions and I will try to answer them. We'll see. Amazing. So what is it about? I know it's like nostalgia. So yeah. what what is it like? Yeah, Older so- music. Yeah, the, the the idea for the concert. So they asked me to do it. They asked me to do a concert. Uh-huh. I was like, great. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but let me figure <laughs> it out. Um, and I started realizing I was like, my go-to music for COVID and everything is like throwback music to when I was a kid, like right. early two thousands music. Like that is what I go to for when I'm stressed and when I'm like, when I want to wind wow. down. That's what I listen to. That's like my favorite kind of music. So I was like, let me just do my throwback playlist as my mm-hmm. 
as my music. Brilliant. So um, I'm doing a lot of a lot of a lot of songs from when I was younger. Um, so not so a lot not like Broadway. Theater. Yeah. Not a lot. Um, there are there are going to be like two things musical theater I think, um, which I know that, you know, I I should probably do more. But no. I, I just like I you know I've had a whole year and a half. I was just like, let me just do what I want to sing. You know, I just want to yeah. have fun singing it and like. That's what I love to sing, and that's my favorite kind of music. So I'm just gonna do it. Um, so I'm I'm pumped about about doing that. And I've I've talked with I have Tyler Kappa as my music director. Oh yeah. I found my two um, my I, I have my whole band now, and I'm so pumped about it. Um, yes. Yeah. So just like I got my whole band together, I'm so so pumped about it, and uh, it's gonna be super fun. Is this your solo concert debut? I did a solo concert um, in 2018. In 2018, okay. I did a solo concert. Okay. Um, and it was actually from like all of the YouTube videos that Tyler and I used to post. Like I was, oh, okay. I was in high school and they they reached out to us and they're like, hey, we love your videos on YouTube. We'd love for you to do a concert. And I was like, well, let's do it. Let's have some fun. <laughs> and then the, a few days before the concert, I got laryngitis. So that was what? horrible. It was a horrible experience. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and I like it. It wasn't. It wasn't very fun. Like, I mean, it was a great concert. It was like super fun, but I yeah. could barely sing. Could barely sing. So hopefully this sing. one's better. Hopefully this one's better. <laughs> I'm gonna pray I don't get laryngitis this time. Right. So. Hopefully this one works in your favor. How excited yeah. are you to be back on a stage? Oh, I am so pumped. I think we're gonna yeah. have so much fun. Uh, just to like see a bunch of people, and I hope by by that time they're going to be able to sell more tickets because I think we're only have, allowed to have a hundred right now, but like oh, the okay. venue is like one hundred and fifty or something. So hopefully they can they can make more tickets go on sale so that we can have yeah. a full audience. I mean, just because like oh I want to feel that energy, that atmosphere, because it's it's been a long time. It's been because like even yeah. the Jaggy Little Pill reunion concert, there was no audience. It was just like silence right. out there. It, it'll be the first time in front of an audience. So I'm very excited about that. It's oh, really I'm jealous. That's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to be in the audience. I'm booking a ticket to, as oh, soon as we yes. get off this. Yes, Absolutely. I'm ready. I just can't wait to see live music. So yeah, that, I mean, what's better? Um, yeah. And it's going to be very different from, I mean, what you've kind of been doing and yeah. being Will in the upcoming series, Safe Haven. Um, yeah. Are y'all done filming that or like what's going on? Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, with, with Safe Haven, um, we were supposed to film back in November of last year. Oh, and- things kind of started things started picking up and then COVID kind of has delayed it so uh-huh. it still has been delayed uh we haven't been able to work on it yet but i am so excited for when it is able to come back um it's just very it was it was really hard it was like in the thick of COVID, like in the middle wow. of it we were trying to do this show and it's just it's it's really it's tough hard. because i mean having to test people every day or like like just that extra expense it, added on to what is already so expensive is yeah. so difficult. So the logistics yeah, and the vaccines went around, right? Yeah. 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 So like that whole, th- like I'm hoping with the vaccine and everything, like things will get like 
restrictions will loosen and we'll be able to to make it work and we'll be able to film it at some point soon because i was so excited to be a part of it it's such a cool show i'm so pumped about it have you like always wanted to do both like musical theater and like dramatic acting and like film and stuff or was it yes you do okay yeah yeah yeah. like my my fourth grade dream career speech was me like winning an oscar so like i always like in movies and tv like it's been a dream of mine so that's it was so cool to book that and also like getting a non-singing role was really cool i was like oh my gosh i can i can act i didn't know i could (laughs) act i thought i was just getting i'm sure you like feel that like it's it's it's, oh yeah this lawnmower is so loud i'm sorry about that but um but yeah it's it it was really really i was so pumped about it so hopefully so hopefully it works out Uh uh-huh yeah I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh my God. He's so loud. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's, it's all good. Um, well, there it is, everyone. Watch uh, Safe Haven when it comes out. We'll follow yes. it. Wait, wait. First, go give your social media handles so they can know when it's like coming out and stuff. Yes. Uh, my, my Instagram is at Antonio Cipriano underscore. And that is also my TikTok. And then my Twitter is Antonio Sip underscore. Sip. Just the Sip. Antonio Sip. Because they did That's they a, ran Antonio Sip. That's Cipriano. a CIP, right? Not SIP. CIP, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. CIP. Nobody say SIP. It's CIP for right. sure. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, but there you have it. Follow him along. Check out his 54 Below show. Check out Safe Haven. Listen to In the Light. It's such a beautiful album. It's got. All of your favorite Broadway stars, literally. Uh, go watch yeah. Jagged Little Pill, which is like, I mean, you're just going to go cry for a theater in two and a half hours. So go yes. for it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, check out Antonio Cipriano on Instagram and all the fun things on social media. And Antonio, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for coming thank you, on. Man. And uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes, it's been so fun. Thank you. Oh, my God. You're the best. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Take a bow, Antonio Cipriano. So just a quick disclaimer before I go into the rest of the like interview breakdown, I guess. I'm sure you all picked up on this, but we did record this before the Jimmy Awards happened. So we couldn't recap the Jimmy Awards, but we were able to talk about it and talk about the weekend and everything else involved in the Jimmy Awards. So that was exciting for me, and I thought uh, I know it could have been fun to like hear that before the Jimmy Awards, but I mean, it wouldn't have been as much fun because... This whole Jimmy Award season, the past two seasons, actually, have been virtual. So they've been completely different from what we just talked about. Um, but it was just wonderful to talk to him about the Jimmy Awards, even though it was before uh, the show had happened. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's one of the coolest. Like we mentioned in the episode, like it's probably more entertaining than the Tony Awards for me if anyone has been to the Jimmy Awards. I mean, it's just incredible. You're seeing a bunch of young talent hungry for an opportunity to perform on a Broadway stage, even though they're doing so for the first time, but they are hungry to do it every single night of their lives. And Antonio Cipriano and people like him and Andrew Barth Feldman and Renee Rapp and Eva Noblezada and all of these incredible people have been able to do that. But yeah, I just wanted to talk also about, uh, I wanted to say thank you to Antonio for joining me this episode because I thought it was a wonderful episode. I thought it was a lot of fun to talk about Jagged Little Pills, something that I haven't talked about much on this podcast before. 
I know it's still a newer show, and I I don't know if everyone's been able to see the show yet, but um, I've been dying to talk to someone in Jagged Little Pill, and of course, now that it's reopening, I thought, what an an awesome opportunity to do so, and to talk about Diane Paulus and the way that she directs, and uh, of course, uh, Alanis Morissette's music. (laughs) I loved that he didn't know who she was, but like had listened to her music and just didn't realize and all of those fun stories that he was able to share with us. And of course, um, you know, what he's going through now through the pandemic and through um, his new TV show and everything like that, uh, that had to stop. And now it's going to hopefully be restarting after this uh, wonderful concert that he has going on. And of course, talking about this concert, about talking about his favorite, uh, throwbacks hits that he always listens to to help him calm down that's what he's going to be he's going to be allowing himself to become vulnerable for an hour and a half at 54 below and into his relaxing state uh to really share a moment with us and kind of a moment into who antonio is as a human and his story and everything else involved and i love the way that he he was able to uh, get his start in theater and everything like that. So Antonio, thank you for providing this week's entertainment and this week's smiles and light. Uh, You were a wonderful guest and I cannot wait. It was wonderful to meet you. It was our first time actually like getting a chance to like talk, uh, not like in person, but like kind of face to face virtually. I don't know. Oh, and then of course, when he talked about In the Light, a new project that he's been working on during quarantine and how he's been able to record a whole cast album from his home with this incredible cast, go check it out. It's with Sierra Renee, it's with Jeremy Jordan, it's with Antonio Cipriano, of course, and all of these incredible Broadway stars coming together to join forces to create this wonderful album called In the Light, and it's now available on Apple Music, on Spotify, on everywhere you can get your music um honestly this album will literally blow you away it's so freaking good i was literally listening to it on repeat for a solid like three weeks before uh i was finally able to get antonio on to uh prepare and everything like that but it's it's just so beautiful the songs are amazing and everyone's voices together you would have no idea that it was recorded in separate places because jeremy jordan and antonio cipriano and zia Renee, like they all sing together, but like they weren't singing together, you know, like they were all recording in a bunch of different places separately at different times. And it's like just crazy that you, you would never guess it. You would all think it's in one space. It's just mind boggling that what they were able to pull off and at such high quality uh, entertainment. And it's just so amazing. And literally the songs are amazing. So please go check that out. Literally everywhere you can listen to music. Uh, it's called In the Light once again. Um, but yeah, it was it was awesome. And I think that, uh, I think that this was an entertaining episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and uh, we'll see you all next week. And I hope to actually see you next week in person at Antonio's 54 Below concert. But if not, I'll be in your ears because it is going to be on Thursday. So all is well. And I will see you next week, whether it's in person or it's in your ears. So until then, bye, everyone. Have a wonderful week. And thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. (laughs) Okay. Bye, everyone. 
For this episode's curtain call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com TAB. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe on the platform that you're currently listening to this on. Also, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at TakeAboutPodcast. TakeAbout's logo is designed by Giselle Bustos, and the music is by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon. Bye, everyone. Hope to see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.